What's up, y'all? If you're not following me, subscribe now and hit the notification bell to be alerted when I post more business-related content. All right, now let's start the show. Rockaware was one of the most popular hip-hop brands in the early 2000s. Founded by Jay-Z and Dame Dash, this is the story of the rise and fall of one of the most profitable brands in hip-hop history. The year is 1999. Gas is less than $1.50. Bill Clinton is on trial for impeachment. And SpongeBob SquarePants was making his television debut. Later that same year, in Brooklyn, New York, a hip-hop lifestyle brand was slowly emerging. This brand was to be called Rockaware. Rockaware grew from a simple idea to a seven-figure business. Partial owner in the brand, Jay-Z, was dominating the charts with mainstream hits like Hard Knock Life. During the same time, he was strategizing his rollout for his third album, Volume 3, Life and Times of S. Doc Carter. By the time of his third album, Jay took notice of not only the growth of his audience, but the impact of his influence. During this era, the Rockefeller team were best known for wearing the nicest clothes and making the champagne crystal popular within the urban markets. It was clear to see that Jay-Z had gained attention of a massive and loyal audience. The Rockefeller team noticed people would mimic Jay-Z and listen when he told them to buy. Looking to develop other streams of income, Rockefeller saw this as an opportunity for cross-marketing. They took their proposal to larger companies and they were denied and laughed away. These large companies didn't see value in the urban market, but the team at Rockefeller didn't let the larger companies discourage them. Filled with ambition and the vision of potential, Jay-Z and Dame Dash set out to start their own clothing company. With additional seed capital with investors such as Alex Bees and Norton Shear. Rockaware was established in 1999 as a wholly owned subsidiary of the growing Rockefeller Enterprises. When Jay-Z was asked why he started Rockaware, this is what he had to say. That started like, I, I, would, I would make records and I would talk about like various like clothing brands. And then I, I start noticing like, and I know I was selling a lot of clothing for these companies. And I, I would go to the... And, and they was like turning me away. Like I don't think they understood the, um, the, the amount of um, clothing I was moving for them. Rockaware saw a majority of its growth with licensing deals. In the year 2000, Rockaware signed a deal with Midway Games to design clothing for Afro Thunder, who is a video game character in PlayStation 2's Ready to Rumble. Also in the year 2000, the brand moved to flagship store Macy's, which made their product accessible to a much larger market. With the help of the additional capital, the brand focused on marketing and their advertisements featured the likes of supermodel Naomi Campbell and Victoria Beckham. Jay-Z was sure to self-promote his company everywhere he went. And soon after, Rockaware began popping up all over the country. In 2001, Rockaware formed its first sub-brand, State Property Collection, in collaboration with hip-hop conglomerate, State Property. Side note, 
Was state property popular in your high school growing up? I'm from Philly, and with most of the members being from Philadelphia, they were super popular in my neighborhood. Let me know if you were a state property fan and if you had any state property clothing in the comments below. Okay, now back to the story. As I stated before, Rockaware expanded through licensing agreements. This allowed other businesses to produce goods such as socks, handbags, and even furs with the brand's logo. Rockaware benefited by receiving royalties and maintaining ownership of the company. In the year 2002, the brand racked up sales of about $120 million. And in 2003, the brand grew to $300 million. The Rockefeller team was at an all-time high, and money wasn't a thing for Jay-Z and Dame Dash. In business, you should always expect for the best, but prepare for the worst. Rockaware's fall from grace began in the year 2004. Rumors of a feud between Dame Dash and Jay-Z began to emerge after Def Jam purchased 50% of Rockefeller Records. Jay-Z convinced Dame Dash and Biggs to sell a portion of their shares in Rockefeller to Def Jam, only for Hov to become CEO of Def Jam and attempt to sell the shares back to himself. Sabar, if you'd like to hear more about this ultimate finesse failure, comment below, tell me more, and subscribe to the channel. Okay, now back to the story. Through the rifts, Rockware kept fighting. Rockware expanded the brand to create more clothing options and acquired the licensing to Stride Rights Pro Keds and planned to design a limited edition collection for the state property apparel line. By September 2005, Dame Dash was no longer willing to work with his partners, primarily Jay-Z. At this time, Rockaware had reached total sales of over $700 million. Dame Dash felt it was best to part ways with the clothing company that he helped create. He sold his interest in Rockware for $30 million. Dame saw the results of the oversaturation that the licensing agreements brought to the brand. Dame felt it was best to pivot. He had visions of creating multiple brands in the Rockware empire, but Jay-Z didn't want to take that route. This is why Dame sold his interest. And here's a clip of what he had to say about it. It was starting to compromise. It wasn't reflective of me anymore. So I sold my interest in Rockware so that I can invest in something that was more reflective of my taste, which was Rachel Roy. And instead of investing in a man all day, I preferred to invest in a woman. Legendary MTV personality Sway sat down with Jay-Z to ask him the same question. And this is what Hove had to say. I, our focus is everywhere, mm -hmm. different things. There's Rockaware, there's state property, there's, you know, there's Armadale, there's so many different things, as well as things that we always want to do on our own. Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, when when people see that, you know, it's drifting apart. We always been polar opposites, you know what I'm saying. But um, but when people see us drifting apart and doing different things like that, it it leads to like talking, and then that just grows and it grows. And mm -hmm. so it's, it's it's not a beef. It's just that it's just growing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That sometimes growing means growing apart, not in a bad way. By 2006, the brand was at a decline. No one was wearing Rockaware, and the trend had passed. Jay-Z was still with the company, but he saw the hype come to an end. And by this time, Jay-Z had already shifted his focus to a more profitable sneaker venture entitled S. Carter. Here's a clip from Dame giving his perspective on the decline. It was corny. That's why I got as far from it as I could. 
It was turning into a brand that was compromised. It was oversaturated. In 2007, just two years after Dame Dash, Jay-Z sold Rockaware brand for $204 million, but maintained his stake in the operating company that manufactured the Rockaware men's apparel. Jay-Z sold his portion to brand management company Iconics Group. Iconics Group owned other familiar brands such as Echo Unlimited and Ed Hardy. The other two investors, Alex Bees and Norton Shear, stayed with the company and eventually sold their shares for an undisclosed amount. Although Hove is no longer associated with the company, the brand is still operating and they're pretty active online. Although Rockaware only stayed with the founders for roughly eight years, it was seen as a success before it became the failing and dated brand we see today. Jay-Z went on to start companies such as Rock Nation and Dame Dash went on to start Dame Dash Studios. It goes without saying that these two were a force to be reckoned with. Their partnership would go down in history of being a part of the golden age of hip-hop. This was the story of the rise and fall of Rockaway clothing. Do you think some of the original pieces will become popular again as a homage to what it once was? Or do you think the ship has sailed and the window of time has closed? Leave a comment below. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Until next time, guys, stay focused and respect the conglomerate. Peace.